Welcome to Viewpoints, listeners. I'm your host, Henry Gross. It gives me great pleasure to welcome back to Viewpoints, Suzanne Gervais, author, children's author. And Suzanne's been awarded an Order of Australia for Children's Literature and the Lifetime Social Justice Literature Award for her children's books by the International Literary Association and is the regional advisor and heads the Society of Children's Book Writers and Illustrators Australia East and New Zealand and her latest book, Heroes of the Secret Underground. Uh, a Race for Survival, published by Angus and Robertson. Welcome again to Viewpoints, Suzanne. I'm delighted to be here. Suzanne, it is an absolute pleasure and an inspiration to have you with us. Now, Heroes of the Secret Underground, um, it, it's, it's a compelling book and it's a very sobering book and it's, it's a book that, uh, from my perception, takes on a very challenging part of our history, uh, if you like, uh, uh, Second World War and the Holocaust. And uh, you've, you've, you've managed to write a book that can, that can, in a very positive way, touch the hearts of children. Tell us a little bit about the book and how you came to write it in the structure that you did. Well, it, I'm going to tell you the truth. It took me four years and a lifetime. I've, I've been wanting to write this book forever, but I never... I just couldn't get into it. It was very difficult because it's part autobiography and I wrote it to honour my parents who made that terrible journey through war and horror to find home in Australia and there's so many Australians like that. And, you know, they don't talk about the past because they're, you know, building for the future and they don't want their children to even understand what the impact of war and terror is. So there was a lot of silence in my house, but kids are super smart. And I knew there were dark secrets. Sometimes my father would mention something and I'd be listening, but he never finished. So I always had this sense of a dark secret in my life. So that was one of that was the inspiration. But my father told me a story and he it was an accident. I was must have been at about eight years old and I remembered it all the way to now when I'm not eight years old, I can tell you. And he said, Oh, you know, in the war it was at the end of the war. He said, oh, he used to take food and supplies to the children's houses in Budapest. And I said, oh, he said so that they could eat and survive. And I asked him about the children's houses. He didn't explain, but he said one day he went to provide supplies and the house was empty. And I said to my dad, where were the children? Where were the children? He never answered me. And it was a question that has, you know, lived in my mind since the age, age of eight. And it was one of the drivers in this book. That's sort of how it started. It's quite amazing. And, uh, and, 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 and uh, you, you, you have the book. The thing that fascinates me about the book is how you took such a 
delicate and such a scarring at the same time event and you've 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 turned it into something which is eminently readable and 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 it's a wonderful well learning mystery journey uh for young children and you started in the year 2000 why 2000 well that was the international year of peace and i think you know it's a time slip i've never written magic realism or fantasy in my life and remind me never to do it again <laughs> it was really hard and that was one creating two worlds that exist at the same time was very difficult challenging but the thing is that um oh god this book i took the holocaust it's a shocking topic mm. and a lot of people write about it it's become something they do you know people want to understand man's capacity for evil but i wanted to bring the holocaust to young people as a way for them to become heroes to test their courage to know that whatever happens in this world they have within them the heroism the courage the ingenuity to make the world better and so i did take this really harsh topic but my goal was to make it so accessible to make it a thriller and when you go to that second part it is a thriller but the kids are never victims they are they're the ones changing the world saving people and it's really based on truth which was even more exciting so when young people read this the aim is that they come out with an understanding of this time and also today's time when we see the Uyghurs in China and we see genocides throughout since world war 2 it's for them to see that to understand but to know that it will not extinguish hope and their capacity to be all they can be so that drives my book enormously and i guess the reason that is deep to me as the child of refugees who went through horrors i felt I was silenced. There was nowhere for me to go to work out what's happening in the world, but I knew there were these secrets. It made me lost, but a story, a powerful story based and grounded in truth and real experience has the capacity to engage young people so that they can go on their own journey of courage. And that means everything to me. Mm, and 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 you talk about uh, empowering young people to vigorously oppose the ongoing spread of hatred and bigotry that is still so prevalent. That's the sad the sadness of the of the present, isn't it? Well, I think it's the sadness of a minority of human beings who choose to have racism and power as their ethos. But the majority of people they don't want that. they want peace they want justice they want to kick along and have their families they don't want that but how can i empower people to be different to fight evil it's through story and when they jump in there it 
invites critical thinking. What would I do when I was when I'm faced with racism? What would I do? What do I feel? And it gives them enormous strength. Do you know when I was writing it, I wrote it obviously, and an adult said to me, Oh, why didn't you write it as an adult book? I wanted to know so much more. And I said, because kids are more important than you. And I meant it. What was their response to that? They were sort of shocked. (laughs) They they weren't. They don't get it. Kids will dive into it. The characters will live with them. When they close the pages, my characters and stories will travel with them into life. I mean, the book that influenced me most in my life, I read it about 12 or 13, was To Kill a Mockingbird. And it's, yes, an adult book, but it was really from a child perspective. And it taught me, well, it opened my mind to justice and that I would never be a racist, ever, because I saw the consequences. I have the capacity when I write story for young people to empower empower them to make those decisions for their life. And maybe we can change the world a bit. That would make me happy. (laughs) Absolutely. Susan, we need to take a short break. Can you hold the line? I certainly can. Welcome back to Viewpoints, listeners. I'm your host, Henry Grussack. We're in the middle of a discussion with acclaimed author, Susan Gervais, and we've been chatting about her latest book, Heroes of the Secret Underground, a Race for Survival, published by, uh, at the moment by Angus and Robertson. It's out there now. Great book. Welcome back, Suzanne. Pleased to be back. Now, Suzanne, your books, there is a thread. Uh, every author has their style and their foci, and um, you have yours, uh, the message of empowering children, it's you, you do more than just to entertain children in your books. You use entertainment as a vehicle for, for bigger and greater things, don't you? Look, I do because, look, I know people always say, oh, isn't it great they've read a book? Yes, that is great. But surely a book is more than that. A book is a deep journey into who you are and what you want to be. And I write story so that the book finishes, but the ideas do not. And, you know, in this book, Heroes of the Secret Underground, it has, it's written like a thriller, which is exciting. But underneath it, every single word, every single image and idea has layer upon layer for young readers to discover or old readers. So things like, you know, I say to kids, what, what, what does it mean to burn books? Why did the Nazis burn books? Why did communist, the communist countries burn books? Why are books restricted and banned? And, you know, they'll tell me the answers. And eventually someone says, well, if you burn books, you burn ideas. And if you burn ideas and replace those books with, victims of how you have to live. That is how you end up taking away people's free choice because ideas are what make us who we are. And so, you know, all the way through, and, I'm, you know, I 
put in Dickens and Einstein and Lewis Carroll. I, I put in the Old Testament. I put in so much for them to discover, you know, the true meaning of philosophy and all those great, great ideas they've got to discover. So when they go through Heroes of the Secret Underground, I want them on the journey. I want them fighting evil. I want them dealing with the great issues. And I want them thinking. And, and they do think kids are smart. Yes, and, and too often we, 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 we underestimate the capacity of children and we do them, so we do them no justice when we, when we do that. Now, Susan, you, you said that you as a child had silence about uh, the, your parents' experiences in the Second World War and, and your book is a way of making those things accessible to the children of today. Um, writing the book, what did that do for you in terms of addressing the the silence that would have obviously haunted you in some ways over the journey of growing up? It was really freeing. And, you know, I look at um, our Australian um, soldiers who come back from, you know, Vietnam or Korea, wherever, Afghanistan, and they can't talk about what's happened there. It's too horrific. And they're locked into silence. And often many of them suffer today, you know, PSD or whatever. But they, they come back to families and children are participants in their parents' experiences. And even when parents don't tell them, they're in the same house. They're on the journey. And this story is all about opening that discussion destroying the fear to once you talk about it and work it out there's a way forward that's what I think and I just and I just know adults are silent one because it's horrific but two they're protecting their children but in today's society especially with social media it is no protection at all discussion mm. is protection. Mm. Mm. I was just reflecting on, on, on what you're saying and we've chatted off air before. As you know, um, my parents were in Europe. My mother was German. My father was Polish. And uh, my, oh, father, yeah. my father did speak. Uh, my mother never spoke about the war. Um, and it was – I always found that of itself when I stopped and reflected interesting because my mother's story was as powerful as my father's and, uh, and I didn't get my mother's story until – till many years later when I visited other relatives. So I, I, I take your point and understand it. Now, Suzanne, in your foreword at the front, from, uh, from the ashes come heroes to Varushka and Zoltan, who always hold my heart. Um, yep. Lovely and you words. Know, and it's true words. And, of course, surprise, surprise, the, one of the main, two of the main characters are Varushka and Zoltan in the book. And, of course, they're named after my parents because it's so so much of the book, even though it's fiction, is so underpinned by truth. I mean, the glass house really existed. No one knows. There's no research. But I went to Hungary and I found the glass house, the last place of refuge in Budapest for 
the um, Jewish people who were being collected to go to camps. It was the the place where the heroes of the secret underground had their headquarters, kids, saving kids. I mean, it's so inspiring. I just, young people are so brave. And it was such a beautiful opportunity to celebrate that. And they had to face a lot. Sometimes adults, you know, sometimes adults are very wise and cautious, but young people are very impetuous and they are fixers. And these beautiful fixers are the heroes, like all kids. Absolutely. I couldn't help but thinking. I know you said you are not going to write a book such as this. It's too hard. I always thought, and, and every author I've ever spoken with, uh, when I ask them for advice for people who dream of being a writer, they always say, keep on writing. It gets easier and better as you keep on writing. Just keep on writing. You've you've done it, and you've done a brilliant book, and uh, and the, the, you should be able to do another one just as good. <laughs> it should be, we'd love another one from you like this. Well, I do feel this book is not only about um, genocide of uh, the Jewish people, but I do make it clear within the text it's about genocide of the gypsies and the Poles Mm -hmm. and about those with gender difference, homosexuals, and it disabled. It is about the purification of race by eliminating all others. and even though it's set against the tapestry of the Holocaust, for those who read into it, they'll know it is far more than, you know, it's more than just the Jewish issue. It is the issue of difference. And we can't, we have to include all of us because that's what makes us as a humanity strong. We have to include all of us. Mm. You're so right, and we see that in every society, including our own um, in in, in so many ways, uh, even with the Indigenous people and how they were treated. I can see one, when you were talking about you went to the glass house, I went to a place in Europe, many, but one that struck me was the catacombs in in France where the the French resistance movement hit out and uh, they worked. I can almost see a Susan Gervais book coming out of there because you're in there with the skeletons all stacked up of many, many people who died for many different reasons. And, and yet, on the other hand, it was a place of, a, of, of, of hope and uh, the future yep. of humanity, the, the resistance move fighters. I could almost see a book there from you, Suzanne, in the future. I, <laughs> I, I, do you know what I do think is that there are so many unsung heroes and you know the story I've written is about my parents and others like them who are unsung heroes they didn't know they were heroes so many you know people get medals and this and that but it is the individuals it's the people who are often not recognized those ones in the underground in France I mean how many of them were amazing and put their lives at risk for others. So it's 
inspiring. And inspiring. You've, you've done justice to all of the aims for which you've spoken to. Suzanne, it's always a, an honour and a pleasure to, to chat with you, whether it's on air or off air. Uh, today it <laughs> is on air and I just want to congratulate you on another brilliant book. It's one that I can't recommend too highly, not just for children, but also for adults to read. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. As always, that was Suzanne Gervais, the author of The Heroes of the Secret Underground, just published, uh, and it's out there now, a brilliant book. It's a children's book, but it's also an adult's book by Angus and Robertson. We'll take a short break, listeners. Don't go away. 